Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Radio 1360, KKTX, 07-06, Brother Dave standing by with your sports. City Councilman Greg Smith on the way, and here's Brian with your traffic and weather together. Contractors will be performing utility work at the 5200 block of Wilkinson Drive near the Tiger Lane intersection. During this period, Wilkinson Drive will be reduced to one lane of traffic. And northbound and southbound MacArthur Street between Rosalind Street and Nimitz Street has been reduced to one lane of tra- one lane for bo- both directions. Flaggers will control traffic around the work zone during construction hours. Today is going to be partly cloudy and windy with a high of 91. Breezy and warm tonight with partly cloudy skies and a low of 81. Right now we're looking at mostly cloudy skies with a temperature of 81 degrees. And uh, Augustana... Uh, rally past the uh, Javelinas for the Division Two championship at the Women's College World Series. And uh, they sort of turned the tables because they came from behind both times, Dave. Yeah, exactly. The uh, Javelina softball team shot out to the first. It was the best of three series. The Javelinas won the first game. You're right. Then the Vikings came back by scores of 6-4 to four in the final two games to take the World Series championship. What an honor for the Division II softball national championship for the Kingsville Havilena team to be there. Never been there before, ever. This is far, this by far the team has ever advanced. So congratulations to well, the Well, it's going to do wonders for their recruiting. Amen. Uh, uh, this part. Exactly. I, I don't know about other states, but uh, if you're pretty good in softball, Here's an opportunity for you because they know how to get there. That's exactly right. And in high school, the Cal Allen uh, team, softball teams, advanced into state there. So congratulations to them. So, you, know, so, you know, it's just baseball down here in South Texas. Whether it's a little softer being a softball or baseball, it's all the same thing. They play hard all year round down here. Well, it does make you wonder, though, if there's something, right? Because where else do you find the, so many Schools that make the playoffs, and it's boys and girls. Oh, yes. And, Jim, I really, I, I'm, I, you know, I, I don't mean to be glib about it, but there is something about, you know, the living in South Texas with the weather that we have. We, we, we kid that we have, you know, uh, two seasons. We have hot and hotter down here. I, I, in high school, when, when my youngest was, in, or I'm sorry, when my oldest in high school, we had a... Uh, a uh, foreign exchange student come live with us out of Canada. He played baseball, Carroll High School. And uh, he, he, we, we asked him, said, why did you choose you know, to come down here? And he said, well, first of all, my field is frozen six months out of the year, and I, <laughs> I, I can't do anything. So, you know, but, you know, we laugh at that, right? But yeah, sure. That's reality. You know, that's, and so down here uh, in December, you see 
the Moody Trojans, the Veteran Memorial. You see King Isaac. You see all these kids out there in December, January, February, out, out here at these fields practicing day in and day out on their own. You know, so it's a uh, completely different down here than it is up north. That's that's one of the things I'd say. Do you ever watch Mountain Men? Yes, sir. I love that show. God, yeah, yeah. You know the uh, which one? Which uh, guy? Tom Ott. Yes. Yeah, the cowboy. He was a rodeo cowboy for like 25 Ever. years. Yeah. Right. He's and his wife are moving to Florida. He's going to wrestle gators? Huh? He's going to wrestle gators? No, I was just uh, really surprised to hear that. I really, yeah, I am too. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to miss him on that uh, program. I, I Yeah. Well, and it's understandable. He, like you said, he's he's had long careers. Yeah, and I just enjoy that show. I do too. I tell you, there's one guy on there that's Mr. Stud. He doesn't use anything mechanical. It's that tall, lean guy that's really up there. He's you know kind of a clean cut guy. But anyway, he just he doesn't use. He uses an axe. That's it. <laughs> and he traps everything. And this guy's phenomenal. I. Oh, you mean the Rico? Yeah, is that his name? I, can't, I don't remember his I name. I think it's uh, Life Below Zero. No, 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 no. Or it might be. It might be. Well, yeah, okay. I, yeah you got, anyway. anyway you might. got Tom Ott. You got, uh, you got that Jake guy with the right. lion dogs. With the dogs that mount, when, the, when you have a mountain lion problem, you call this guy. When the mountain lions are eating your cattle, you call this guy, man. He's got some dogs that'll eat anything. Which makes me wonder what happened with the guy with the beard with the old Willis. I, you know, he's. I don't know. I was wondering what happened to him, Jim. Did he? Yes. I, I knew he took a fall, remember? Yeah. He took a serious fall. So I, I don't know what happened to him. I don't they know. Got a, they got a new guy, a younger guy that's, that's trapping. Yeah, Jake. Jake, yeah. It's got some pretty good dogs, too. They were excellent dogs, man. Really, yes. Like I said, man, have mountain lion problems. Well, of course, down here, you, do, you know. No, just, we just, yeah. we get in helicopters and machine gun hogs. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, I've, I've been on the cage ranch a few times when there's been sniff of a mountain lion been and, around. And let and me leave tell you them what. there to rot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, but listen, the, all the all the antennas go up when there's a mountain lion in the area, no doubt. All right, um, you got anything in local uh, sports? Well, yeah. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, the well, congratulations to Bishop and Refurio. They both won over the weekend, and the uh, Hooks, of course, they were off yesterday, but they had a heck of a weekend. Uh, they beat uh, the Frisco Rough Riders Sunday tonight. Uh, they're in Midland for a three-game series. Of course, you can listen to all the action right here on News Radio 1360 KKTX, starting at 610 with a pregame show, followed by the game at 630. And that's uh, pretty much it as far as local, Jim. Okay, the um, uh, the Astros uh, just dropped one last night. No, no, no. They won last night. Night before last? Yeah, night before last they lost. Right. That was, right, right. Yeah, that's right. Right. Uh, Gary Cole had a heck of an outing yeah. last night, man. Had a, a great outing yesterday and striking out. Of course, it was the middle of the day, Memorial Day, uh, striking out a record 12 Ks. It was just it was fun to watch, man. He was mowing them down. Now, uh, Asuna, our closer, starting to starting to hurt a little bit, man. He's uh, Actually, the night before, Jim, the Astros won it too. But Asuna, the last two nights, Jim, has given up a home run. 
and uh, made it really close. So, uh, and the first time in Osuna's career ever being in the Astros, they had the bullpen warming up in the ninth inning, making well, sure that he was going to be able to get out of it yesterday. This is the uh, first uh, game with the Cubs. I was talking about the Boston game. They got out of there uh, with the series, uh, didn't they? Uh, the the Cubs? Boston. Boston, yes. A- no, the Astros won that series. But they dropped the last game in yes, kind of embarrassing fashion. J- just the last game, but no, the okay. Astros. All right, I'm won. good now. But, uh, and uh, I'm telling you, Jim, really, really go back to kind of tie the hooks in the Astros. Uh, the Seth Beer, man. I'm telling you what, he's a, he's a kid that's going to be fun to watch. He's, yeah, have you asked yourself why Altuve is not doing rehab here? You know, well, they've got AAA. You and I talked about that, Jim, at the beginning of the year. They have I AAA know. now in Round Rock, and that's that's it's logistics. You know, I don't I don't know how that works, but it's that simple. But with that said, you might have a little bit to do with Seth Beer playing every day. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I as I understood it, he was going to. Come to Corpus Christi. And the last thing they changed. I mean, that's a sellout. Oh, any by means. Yeah. yeah, both managers, the AAA and Corpus Christi, Round Rock Corpus, both begging on the phone, pleading, send that kid. If anybody, yes, yes, we'll, we'll, right. we will send the plane to pick him up. All right, I appreciate it, Dave. Thanks. You bet, Jim. Five six zero five five eight nine five six zero KKTX. The. Uh, I still haven't. Uh, did you tell me you're looking at the agenda? There's no upcoming city council meeting. There's only one from last week. There's no meeting this week. Okay. Because I don't know. There's no agenda posted, so I'm assuming there's no meeting because it would have to be posted by Friday. Hmm. It'd be nice if they had the rules. On the front page. Yeah. I don't get this. All that's upcoming is the planning commission meeting. They deal with the zoning stuff. Yep, you're right. That's from the 21st. Hmm. All right, um, Councilman Greg Smith uh, coming up, and uh, I, d- I don't. Uh, uh, some of the people that uh, were, I guess, planning on running against uh, Mayor Joe McComb have uh, decided better of it. Yeah, we've talked about this on numerous occasions. I think mean, it's going to be difficult to beat Mayor McComb. All right, um, Mayor, uh, I mean, uh, Governor Greg Abbott signed the uh, Oyster Farm Bill that uh, will go into effect in the fall. And uh, you got any take on that? Go ahead and give me a call. That uh, I'll, I'll read you one that uh, somebody put on my Facebook. Radio 1360 KKTX.
Lago here. Glad you're along this morning. Blake's in the box. The police are investigating a kayak fatality north of Redfish Bay. Um, police report uh, says the victim, they're still looking for the uh, operator of a boat that uh, may have been involved in the accident. And uh, it's entirely impossible that, uh, let's see, the uh, the guy in the boat didn't know that uh, he hit him. It's likely the operator of the boat didn't even know they collided with a kayak. Officers were called to an area near Harbor Island Road where the body of a man was found floating in the water. <clears throat> What's that? Did you get in one of those? Um, I mean, you, you're in one valleys. of those boats. You're going, you're going fast, and you're not paying that much attention. And those kayaks are small and low, but that's just awful. Um, let me see. There, uh, Fox News reported Iraq offered to uh, mediate in the uh, crisis between its two key allies, the United States and uh, Iran. So Iraq offered to, to mediate. Uh, the uh, escalate, the uh, tensions are escalating in the Middle East. Iran's nuclear deal with uh, world powers is uh, steadily unraveling. Iraqi foreign minister, uh, made the offer Sunday during a joint news conference in Baghdad with the uh, visiting Iranian counterpart. Calling Iran a world power, is that just a, a step too far? Or I, they're, they're silly. They're, but they're struggling to become a nuclear power. Well, they're so. not even a regional power. Well, they're behind and fund a lot of activities and you know they're they're considered to be a um, proxy for the russians too well when did the muslims in cuba get to be a problem did i just miss something i you 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 wouldn't expect that to happen under a totalitarian regime muslim cuba whose only export is uh terrorism and uh I don't know. The economy failing and the only hope is uh, a sugar daddy nation like the Soviet Union. And I'm talking about Iran or Cuba, I guess. Could Cuba, can they afford to support anything? They've always been a puppet state for the Soviet Union. Yeah, I know, but. Most of the – you don't see a lot of uh, – maybe I'm just looking at the wrong thing. People scurrying about going to work, small business owners. I mean, I've watched that – what is it? Uh, Cuba Chrome. Uh, it's about guys who fix up. Old cars. Oh, well, yeah, that, that's kind of one of the things Cuba is famous for is, you know, yeah. 1950s era U.S. Yeah, there are cars always a lot of people pr- pristine condition. And there are a lot of people sitting around in, you know, 
when you're supposed to be working and uh, there seemed to be playing music and uh, drinking. I'd say it's a, it's a communist country, so everybody's got a guaranteed income. Guaranteed to what? Make you lose weight? <laughs> I don't have any of the in Russia. Don't have any of those annoying Marie Osmond commercials. It was in Russia. It was the vodka in Cuba. It's the rum. How do they get big? How do they get big in <laughs> Russia? If you, if you don't move around very much, it happens. Turnips, right? Turnips and vodka, right? Tells them with Greg Smith. Uh, just what, what? Morning, Jim. Vodka and potatoes. And turnips. And turnips? Yeah. I, I, greens, I'm okay with. But the turnips, that's just... I, I was dating this girl one time, and I went over to her house, and her family is all there. And they pass a bowl to me. It was Thanksgiving. I take a scoop out and put it... On my plate, pass it on. Get. I took a bite of what I thought was mashed potatoes, and it was mashed turnips. And unfortunately, I did that Tom Hanks thing in Big. I, and uh, I never went back. East Texas living. Turnips, for God's sakes. I didn't eat those in East Texas. Um, there's no uh, meeting. Today. No meeting today, Jim. Memorial weekend, so uh, we we don't work, uh, meet on the first Tuesday of the month. And if we have a major holiday at the end of the month, uh, then uh, this would be Thanksgiving, Christmas. Uh, we don't meet that last weekend. Hey, I'm happy anytime a legislative body is not in session. Tried to. Tax me some more, take away some more of my rights. Me too. Uh, and I, I sent a text to Todd Hunter last night at 2 o'clock in the morning. Thank goodness that the legislative session is over uh, on it. So that 140 days of uh, chaos is, is officially ended. They'll be back. Oh, yeah, in, in two years. I, I imagine they'll be months. a special too. Yeah. Well, that whole thing with. Whitley. Oh, it, it, it was a tough session. That was nasty. Yeah. I, and, but I, I've got to give it to uh, uh, Todd Hunter and Abel Herrera. They, they they took care of their area, and they worked hard, and they didn't always succeed. But, uh, yeah, we didn't. We got a – we're not going to see a windstorm increase, it doesn't look like. Oh, yeah. Todd was up on the podium on that one, and they thought that was going to happen, and uh, he sure prevailed with that. that uh, big victory there. Well, he's got another feather, uh, too, this oyster farm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was a real um, emphasis for him. And uh, now we've got an oyster symposium coming in July with it. It's going to be at the uh, university? Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. A symposium. Yep. And uh, folks are kind of scratching their head. Well, oysters have become a little bit like wine. You've got these special oysters. uh <laughs> On there, so grown here, grown there. Uh, to me, an oyster's an oyster, but uh, I'm an old guy. See, I had no idea there were oyster snobs. Yeah. I had. I, yeah. 
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What, what kind of wine are you going to drink with uh, this oyster? Oh, gosh. Uh, it's a Maryland oyster versus Louisiana oyster. And now we'll have some good South Texas oysters. You can wow. have a and granted. they may be different from just regular golf oysters. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they are. You take mullet and uh, yeah, There are about a dozen different varieties of golf oysters, too. Yeah. Maybe more than that. I've got a book at home of the various golf oysters. Well, they're filter feeders, so whatever they're filtering in that body of water, they'll probably take a little bit of the taste of it. Radio 1360 KKTX 0735 City Councilman Greg Smith in the box Blake Farenthold and we were talking about the uh, governor signing the oyster farming bill um, on Monday and uh, you've got uh, off bottom farming on bottom farming or off pier farming and I put up a link uh, to this. It's uh, an incredible thing, but that uh, that oyster snobbery that I had no idea about, listen to this. Um, Should we call them connoisseurs <laughs> instead of snobs? Just kind of a okay. negative connotation there. Uh, well, Is that coming we, from an oyster man? Uh, I mean, we don't want to offend not. any of our audiences, right? <laughs> I'm not a snob. I'm a connoisseur. <laughs> Whatever you say, Thurston. Uh, okay. Just like snowflakes, all Gulf oysters are unique wherever you decide to begin your oyster farm. Whichever technique you decide to employ, your oysters will need to stand out from the crowd from salinity and flavor to texture, size, and appearance. And they offer you a couple of suggestions on how you can customize your golf oysters. I got a feeling this is going to be really profitable for this thing. Yeah. Get in there, get your oysters going, Mm -hmm. start your branding. Yep. Well, and uh, Texas Parks and Wildlife, it used to be the uh, Fish, Game, and Oyster Commission back in the old days. So now I guess we have a renaissance of in oysters, uh, a little bit of turning back the clock. Well, they've got until the end of August to come up with the rules and regs on what you should do. And I guess that would include the size. Yeah. Well, and, and there used to be a lot of uh, commercial oyster farms that the state did lease out lands a uh, hundred years ago. So now, now we really are going back with that. We, we, like I say, be a little, little bit more uh, connoisseur-y than what well, we were. <laughs> have you ever dealt with the uh, GLO? Yeah, it's a kind of a 
unless they really want it to do this. If it's something they want to do, I think it'll probably be a pretty good experience, Jim. Uh, on I hope it is. Yeah, uh, the, the GLO if, on Harvey's has done some good things. All right, the uh, number is five six zero five five eight nine five six zero KKTX. The uh, were you among the uh, council members that were blindsided by the change of plans? Uh, was it last week? Oh, the street sealant. Yep. Yeah, the Last street sealant thing. Uh, as far as the ultra thin uh, overlays, yeah, yeah, uh, on there that uh, you know we're we're council that staff. So staff came to us with a new. It's not a new way. Textot uh, instead of putting an inch and a half or two inches of asphalt on an existing street, they call it ultra thin, and it's it's about three quarters of an inch. On it, so uh, yeah, I wasn't briefed beforehand. It was in the packet, though. Yeah, it, no, it, yeah, we we had that Friday uh, on there. Uh, the, the thing I liked is we're going to be doing a lot of streets with it, and it's always good to see that uh, we are maintaining some of our streets. And what the city's doing out there is the streets that are not terrible on there they're going ahead and maintaining like changing the oil on your car if, if you don't put the uh, either it's a seal coat on there or a little uh, thin overlay then the street can just completely go apart so this prevents that and, and people will give me a shout hey why are they working on this street that's in pretty good shape when mine's just uh, atrocious and that's the reason why they don't want those streets to turn in uh, to the bad one. To your street. <laughs> to your to your street. Uh, I, I, part of the presentation, and this is something I didn't need to be briefed on, half of our residential streets are in, in poor condition with it, 401 miles out of 800 total miles. Um, well, I turned off of uh, Staples, the, uh, I think it was uh, Friday. I went down Kalahar. Boy, was that smooth. Yeah. Well, we that's a different technique in overcoating. I mean, because Alamina's got so much, it's uh, you can knock your front end out by turning off of Alamina into a parking lot like CBS. Yeah, what go- goes along the sides of Alamina? It's a major bus route, and uh, the, the city's been at, at ten million dollars a mile. Uh, replacing Alameda, and we'll have on the proposed 2020 bond issue uh, more of Alameda to be reconstructed. Well, that, uh, there's a bus stop right there, and you can yeah. – I, I think it's up closer to uh, airline, but it looks like a mud puddle. It, it, it's literally a rut. It, uh, yeah. yeah, it is a, uh-huh. a big one. And you can see where the um, concrete or the asphalt – it's just been pushed up over the sides. Yeah. It's and, a, and and once that street starts to fail like that, that is it's a catastrophic failure. And we get a rain in there, and then the ground below it gets muddy, and it it just it's a downward spiral on there. And, and then you you got to like I said, ten million dollars a mile to fix those. Right. A residential streets cost us three and a half million dollars a mile. Why so expensive? Boy, Blake, that's uh, – I, mean, I hope expensive. our new city manager is, is going to see what he can do on that. I, 
We, we can do better. That's one thing. We've got to do two things. We need to put more money into our streets, and then we've got to use that money better. We need to get more square yards per mile of street, and I, and I think that's achievable. One would think. Yeah. Well, that would mean wait, that would mean that we're hiring companies that are doing things more expensively than they need to be done. Uh, some of it can be it, it's it's in our practice. So, what's our plans and specifications? Are we doing choppily? Or are we just doing a little segment of street here, a little segment of a street there? Can we award in a broader contract with it? Can we do more flexibility? There's a lot of different things, uh, Jim. That uh, so we, we've got one program for maintenance. It's called STM, SPMP right. program, where you're paying by the square yard, which is. Uh, and a less expensive way of doing it, but you you get the same quality on it. So there there's some streamlining that we can be done that we can do. And I guess you've got some updated mandates with the ADA. You've got to fix sidewalks. Yes, you do. Well, it is too. And, and a, another thing that we do is we completely go in and do the underground on there. So whether it needs replacing or not. And uh, all the pipes below the street, and that, that's real expensive. So we need to take a hard look at that. If, if it needs to be replaced, replace it. But uh, say you, you take a sewer line, for example, now you can go in and, and line those sewer lines without having to dig them up. Mm-hmm. So if the sewer line's in fair shape, do you really need to replace it? Because if, if it fails later on, you can go in there and... Uh, line it without having to dig up the street. That's something that's, uh, you know, technology. Line it from the inside. From the inside. We're doing, we're spending a million dollars a month right now uh, in our sewer program doing that in various parts of the city where we have bad sewer lines so we we don't have to go dig up somebody's yard uh, with it. Now, some some places we have to, but other places uh, we're going and lining. There's two methods to do. One, you put a liner, and another's called pipe bursting uh, on there. But it, this is non-invasive, so to speak. It's uh, yeah, yeah. It's not taking the big scalpel and slicing you all the way up. It's just going in there with a little incision and taking care of that line. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty impressive, and you can do that with uh, both your sanitary sewer and your stormwater. Oh, you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would think that that would, uh, yeah. yeah. Now, if we could just figure out a way to do that with the streets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, non invasive way of fixing those streets. Yeah. Uh, especially, you know, the, the uh, people that uh, live on those residential streets where you, you have maybe you have to go 10 yeah. miles an hour to get yeah. through there. Probably safer anyway, though. Yeah. You don't want people. Barreling through your residential streets. Well, when we were uh, we were taking our city manager candidates for a bus ride, and uh, we were going from town uh, over to the island, and I took them, detoured them around one street. It's called Klein Street and Flower Bluff because I wanted to see those city managers. That was a five mile an hour street, and that that they kind of went, "Ooh, I see what you mean when you say we have a little bit of a street problem." <sighs> So anybody want to drive Clyden Street behind H-E-B and Flyer Bluff? Um, no, I, thanks. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing like personal experience.
News Radio 1360, KKTX 0750. Lago here. City Councilman Greg Smith in the box with Blake Ferenthold. And uh, check this out. Two men died when a driver tried to jump his car over an opening created by a pontoon swing bridge in southwestern Louisiana. According to the Post, Louisiana State Police responded to a single vehicle crash in the water at Black Bayou Bridge on uh, Louisiana Highway 384 near Lake Charles. Two men died in the crash. But it works in the movies. (laughs) This is according to the police. Mm -hmm. The driver stopped briefly, reversed, then accelerated toward uh, forward in an attempt in an attempt to jump the ramp of the bridge. Oh, shortly after 2 a.m. So probably <laughs> hit a lot of daiquiri stores. Yep. Well, there was an old fellow in Port Aransas. His name was Buck Gilliland, and somebody bet him a case of beer uh, when he drive off the – it was an old – Surplus World War II vehicle. Would he drive off the ferry landing? Buck won his case of beer. He drove it off? <laughs> For a case of beer. Yeah. That's Port Aransas. Wow. You know, it's it's a drinking town with a fishing problem. <laughs> All right. Uh, you think those two guys wanted to be on TV or something? Is TV spawning another, uh, you know, something else we can blame on TV? Were they thinking, I get on Believe It or Not? or <laughs> Reality yeah. TV. Yeah. Probably the most famous last words are, hey, watch this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they settled for a thousand ways to die. All right. Um, well, Jim, you might have a concept there. <laughs> the Yeah. You know. As uh, much murder as there is all over the, um, it must be our favorite pastime. There'd be plenty of people watching. Oh, look how much air he got. Uh, no, uh, no council meeting next week because it's the first Tuesday. First, first yeah, we got two two off, so uh, I'm happy. I can actually get a little work done. Do you think this? Uh, Disagreement we're having over uh, school funding and who's going to tax what or lower the rate is. Well, the the whole effective tax battle, I would like to see the state of Texas uh, adopt the effective tax rate for the state because, boy, they are. I mean, they're bringing in the cash with uh, sales tax, stuff like that. And if they'd adopt that, uh, that'd take our... It, they would have dropped uh, the sales tax rate a half cent uh, this biennium if they'd uh, followed their own uh, policies. Well, I was uh, watching Governor Abbott, uh, and toward the end of his press conference, uh, he it was about school finance. Yeah. He said that the school finance bill would be several hundred pages. Now, do you trust a finance bill? That's several hundred pages. You got to read it. You got to pass it to know what's in it. Uh, Especially if you can't say it in 12 pages. 
Well, th- you've got a problem. This I've was released really that. three days before Cine what, Cine die. Yeah, that yeah. three days. Well, they're going to pass between, or they have passed between fifteen hundred. I don't know what the final count is, and, and two thousand laws, and in one hundred and forty days, and it's just physically impossible to uh, know what you're passing. In and I saw this morning, and I actually went online and checked it. The United States Congress this year has passed eighteen laws. <laughs> well, maybe well, that's gridlock's a, not so bad, is it, Blake? <laughs> well, maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm sick and tired of this stuff. Yeah, yeah several of them were uh, continuing resolutions, uh, and they named a couple of post offices in there too. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cut those out, and you're in single digits. Yep. Well. No, they, they, uh, Look at this. This this is absolutely symbolism over substance. The Texas legislature. Lawmakers approve safe gun storage campaign. <laughs> yep, the, the feds passed the Bulletproof Vest Partnership Grant Program. And the Target Practice and Marksmanship Training Support Act. It goes along with the bulletproof vest, yeah. right? Uh, yep. Yeah. Good. How about the Texas legislature? Is there a count in there, Blake? Blake's sitting here working on his computer, which he always yeah, does. I have not. Um, yeah. Yeah. There, there, there are, I think there are over 1,000 Texas bills. Well, t- typically it's 1,500, 1,800. Yeah. Uh, they, they'll consider six to 8,000 and uh, pass 15 to. Hundred to two thousand. There's typically six to eight thousand yeah, bills filed. Yeah, and this is in a hundred and forty days. Yeah. And in the first forty-five days, they're just doing procedural things and glad handling and stuff like that. The serious business is in the last uh, two months of legislature. Yeah, right. I learned that uh, from talking with Todd. Yeah, and an absolute madhouse. Uh, I, I don't see how they do it. And I, uh, yeah. Well, no wonder we have any uh, so many laws of unintended consequences, <laughs> biteness, you know, until we have n- no seat in our pants. Well, and a lot of those laws are uh, patches to session before. Boy, but I, I've got uh, really to compliment uh, Todd Hunter and, and Abel Herrera, though. They... They watch after this district, and uh, we work closely with them. They, they had one law. It's a cable TV relief bill that uh, the legislature said, ah, cable TV companies, you don't have to honor those contracts you sign with cities on franchise tax. And we're going to lose about 2 to $4 million in revenue because of uh, that cable TV relief act on it. And just caught us by surprise. And... Uh, that, that bill passed uh, 80-something to 50-something, but uh, both uh, Abel Herrera and Todd voted no on that. They didn't want to give the Cable TV Welfare Act out there. Yeah, it bothered me a lot, and that's about what I called it, too. Yeah, and it, it's, it's going to be hit on our budget. We were looking okay on the budget. We're a little bit short this year, but now uh, you know we're going to have a few million more. dollars to make up. 
You know where that comes from. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.